0: settle in. And the first thing is what are you settling into? It's not like you weren't aware of your body or your mind but the moment you step into your sacred space of meditation it's like this oh my god i'm arriving in my beautiful seat my beautiful body in this place so as you settle in feel a distinct sense of arriving in a place your body, your attention. Consciousness becomes a place. It's a place you never leave. You just become more grounded. So, as you embrace your entry into your body and your attention, just notice where you are, where you land. Where are you? Do you plop right into the center of your body? Or do you find that you're in your head? So that's an interesting question. Where are you in your body? You may hear speak about, oh, that person lives in their something, you know, lower chakra, or that person lives in their heart, or that person's in their mind. Where we tend to energetically be in our bodies. impacts how we relate to our body and our world. So if you are in your heart, you have a heart centered relationship. If you're in the lower chakras, it's a very survival based consciousness. So without judgment, Just notice when you land, or when you notice where you are, where do you feel the strongest anchoring in your body? Where is your current center? Or is it all over the place? Most of us are either in the head or in the loins (laughs) and much of the yoga practices are designed around bringing the energy into the heart so before we the center ourselves in our heart. Notice how you've already mapped your body. You've already located a perimeter of your physical body. You've actually also located a perimeter of your energy body. Notice where they are. And then notice where your attention is relative to those boundaries. When someone says they're not in their body, or when you see someone who's not in their body, the attention is not within those perimeters. So the first thing to notice is how much of you is within that perimeter? You feel bits of your awareness or even your spirit out of body, call it back. A response to trauma is actually to leave the body because it's not safe here. And so even just seeing if you've experienced points of dislocation little splinters of you leaving. Gently invite them back. any life energy that's been scattered beyond the boundaries of your body. Call it back in. You know, calling all parts of myself, time to come back to my body. And as you sit inside your perimeter of your skin of your energy field notice how your awareness of your boundaries of your edges increases then take a final call, any last pieces of self that were lost return home, return to the body please. It's safe here. Safe, you come home to my body, myself. As you do that, just notice both how your boundary increases, but there starts to become like a magnetic center. The seed of the self. Feel once again where it is for you Is it at the belly, the solar plexus, the heart? When you call back the life energy, where does it go back to? And so you have your city center. Like when you look at those old medieval maps they have the walls of the city, and then there's like the central piazza with the local basilica or whatever the sacred temple is. And so noticing your own inner city. And just starting to build the foundations of your body map. You got your outer perimeter, your center. And rest at your center. Notice, if your center is high, like in your head, what happens if you just drop it down a little bit? If your center is low, below the navel, what happens if you raise the center up a little bit? the process of centering the center. It's like centering a lump of clay on a pottery wheel. You lean into it. it finds itself centering clay on a pottery wheel is a, is a profound experience of embodiment Before you craft a vessel that can hold water, you must first center your lump. So spend these few minutes refining your center see if you can center your center feel the central axis of your body that invisible central line it's like an axis of energy And allow your center to be centered around the central axis. And it's an amazing feeling. When you find center, it's almost like goes click into place. So now you have a center and a perimeter Now the next thing we're gonna do before we do landmark studies. So just gonna do an overall body scan, map scan. So it's like, when you roll out a map, you know, you see the borders, you see the center, and then you take it all in, right? Before you're looking for the place you're going. So there's many ways to take it all in. We can scan from top to bottom and then bottom back to up. So still feeling your edge and center. From your center, as you hold the center, you bring your awareness to the top of the map. The top of your energy edge. And then you just start to scan down slowly. Just scanning down without judgment. And just starting to notice what is there. You move down the head, down the shoulders, down the back. down the legs, all the way down to the feet. And then make your way back up from the feet. Up the legs. the back. Out the neck. Back to the top. You just take it all in, in a sweeping glance. And you've established your base plan And on this base plan, you can visit anywhere, whichever landmark is calling to you this morning. So As you scanned your holy body plan, this sacred space, what was pulling you? What was of interest? Something that wants to be seen or needs attention. Yeah, so mapping becomes listening, listening for communications from your own self to yourself. We spend so much time responding to other people's messages. What is your soul, your spirit asking you to look at, listen for, listen to And go there, drop in to that body landmark, the place that is calling for your attention. Very simple. Go inside. Go inside the inside of the inside. And listen. When you listen, you hold. You're holding, you're cradling this part of you. This is self care. Self love nothing to say just hold hold your attention here. And as you hold your attention there, details start to emerge. This landmark you've chosen comes into focus. Things you may not have noticed or given room to be expressed. They start to emerge and be held. Learning to map is learning to hold. It's learning to hold inner vision. Maps take many forms, depending upon which sense is doing the mapping. So just notice the details that are arising. Are they shapes? Are they sounds? Are they colors? Are they temperature? Are they words, are you getting a stream of text? This is all information that is received, what has been given to you receive what has been given. The Latin word for the past participle of given is data. Dare is to give. Data is that which has been given. So it's beautiful to understand the roots of these practices, receive what is given, this data, take that word back. not this cold numerical thing it has the spirit of offering of generosity the way data is plural. Datum is the singular. So there's a lot as you receive the data there's like a a sensitization your senses awaken to the multitude of things there are to receive What used to just be something you may not have noticed, you can't stop discovering the depths. Your mind stays engaged. As you experience directly this phenomena, this landmark in your body, so we call this phenomenal data. This deep dive data that illuminates that which you are given. How you receive the world, your inner world and your outer world. As you look at the data, notice how you hold it, how you are storing this information in your memory in your body memory, in your perception. Every investment of time in learning to see the map actually adds detail to the map. The self is constantly changing. What's so magical and amazing about this practice is that you just changed the map just by looking at the map. That's why we can work at quantum speeds. You just changed your map. by looking at it. And so here's the challenge. We grasp. Our holding becomes grasping. We're so attached to the information, the crust of identity. So learn to hold without grasping. Because when you grasp, you resist the flow of change and transformation. For those of you who have been doing this work, for a few months or the past year, it may seem like it's moving fast. You're planting so many new seeds all the time. You actually have to release your grasping to the old information so that you can allow that which you receive to repopulate your map. And so that's the clearing process when you get to this stage in seeing the map, seeing what is there you start to see the different stages within the growth of your, like your mental garden, those things that you are actively manifesting seeding and those old crusts of previous identities that are just still hanging out there in your map, in your body in your identity. But you're afraid of letting it go. Before the new seed has grown, but then here's the rub. There is no room for the new information to expand if you don't release the old it's like you've got to. it's like if your hard drive is full you can't store more information so you gotta delete like half of those old files that are you're not going to read <laughs> and you don't need anymore so it's like feel what you're grasping to it's actually an old belief system about who you were that's slowing down the growth of who you are. And that requires immense courage and trust. It feels like a leap. You have to take the leap of faith. When you release grasping and step into holding, You're constantly releasing the old map so the new map can be drawn. There is no fixed map of self. most common mental neuroses modern spirituality is people obsess over practice, practice, practice. But there is no non attachment. It doesn't matter if you you can't effort your way the old map stays, if you don't release it. It's called ego. Old map is called ego. (laughs) Just feel. We're all holding on to it. Some of us more than others. Or I should say, it's rooted or anchored in different places. The old map. Just see if you can look at why are you still holding on to that? Just drop it. and allow your new imagination, your new experience to become the ground. It becomes a battle for what is real. Everyone who does this work, it's a daily battle about what is real. What do you believe is real? The past self. The self that you are seeding. But you don't have sufficient faith that your seeds will bear fruit. The more you do this work, the less you believe the old map is real and the more you trust the potency of the present. trust the edge of change. And you learn to stay on the edge of transformation. So step up, lean in, become an edge dweller, live at the edge of your own transformation. You are full, sovereign authority to create your own mind, your own body, your own world, your life. You reclaim your power, your agency. Om, ah, um, om, uh, um, ah, uh,